I'm not sure if I've ever told you guys, but I love history. I love sinking my teeth into the stories of the past and sharing them with others. So I have unintentionally created a series of optobiographical episodes for you to enjoy. We've talked about three optical pioneers so far, the passionate and pious Augustin Jean Fresnel, the creative and revolutionary Al Haytham, and the pollinating promoting Giovanni Battista Amici. But there are a few more historical hard hitters in the optical science world, so let me tell you about them. I'm Kelly, and this is Through the Lens. Today we're going to discuss Joseph Jackson Lister and his contributions to the optical science world. That last name may sound a bit familiar, and you'll see why in a little bit. saying that there must have been something in the water in the 1780s that inspired people to focus on optical science. France had Fresnel, Italy had Amici, but you shouldn't count out Great Britain because Amici wasn't the only optical scientist obsessed with plant cells born in 1786. So was Joseph Jackson Lister, or JJ as we'll call him. J.J. was the youngest son of wine merchant John Lister, and by the time he was 18, the business was thriving. He was even made a partner. Over the next few years, he'd travel the country visiting his fellow Quakers in their communities, supplying wine and extending the business. It was on one of these trips he met Isabella. She was teaching at a Quaker school in Pontefract, and they were quite taken with each other. They married a few years later and continued to move around wherever the wine business took them. JJ and Isabella had six children, one of which gained fame and notoriety, but we'll talk about him a little later. JJ was a family man, a hardworking man, and a hobbyist. Stick around and I'll tell you about his absolute favorite hobby, fixing the microscope. It's time for a sidebar. Wine plays an important role in many cultures, but today we're going to talk about wine and its role in ancient Greek culture. Contrary to post-classic era stereotypes, the cult of Dionysus and the god himself are not focused on being drunk all the time. Instead, Dionysus symbolized the correct consumption of wine and the celebration of the gift of wine and grapes themselves. According to the followers of Dionysus, the correct consumption of wine eases suffering and brings joy, and inspires the drinker to divine madness rather than just being drunk. They aren't very clear on the differences. Pageantry and performance art are integral to the worship of Dionysus. He is celebrated as the god of viticulture or wine growing and grapes. In mythology, it's Dionysus that taught the art of growing and cultivating the grapevine for winemaking to mankind. So next time you raise a glass, think of Dionysus and remember to drink responsibly. Aim for divine madness. And 
maybe hand your keys over to a designated driver. Back to the show. The natural world is full of mysteries, and no one wanted to explore them more than J.J. Lister. Much like Giovanni Battista Amici, Lister wanted to know more about the flora and fauna around him. He was a bit nonplussed with the performance of the microscopes available to him in the early 1900s. So he did what any rational person would do. He designed and constructed his own lens. This achromatic lens would provide superior performance by combining lenses of crown and flint glasses made of different dispersion, which would then cancel the chromatic aberration. This showed that spherical aberration could be minimized by the correct set of lens combinations and led to the improvement and perfection of the optical microscope. If some of this is sounding kind of familiar, our Italian plant enthusiast was doing something very similar with prisms a few countries away at the same time that JJ was tinkering with lenses. What is probably most interesting about Lister's work is that this was his side gig, his side hustle. He didn't stop doing his day-to-day wine business to pursue his love of the microscope. Instead, he did that when he had a few extra minutes at the end of the day. His love for the microscope extended beyond the lens to an improved stand to stabilize the instrument. He collaborated with James Smith and Andrew Ross, who were two of the finest microscope manufacturers of the time, and together they submitted a paper titled, On Some Properties in Achromatic Object Glasses Applicable to the Improvement of the Microscope, and included his law of aplanatic facci. This remains the underlying principle of all microscopic science. His work in developing a more accurate and powerful microscope helped identify diseases with red blood cells, including Hodgkin's disease. Lister's work earned him a place as a fellow of the Royal Society in 1832, and he continued to write papers, even preparing one titled, On the Limit to Defining Power and Vision with the Unassisted Eye, the Telescope, and the Microscope. However, it was never published. JJ's paper was eventually presented to the Royal Microscopical Society and reinforced his expertise as it accurately anticipated later discoveries by other optical scientists. The best part about his presentation, though, was who presented his paper to the Society. It was JJ's son, Lord Joseph Lister. Stick around after the short break And I'll tell you a little bit more about J.J. Lister, his legacy, and his son, Joseph. Hey, Through the Lens listeners, are you in an optical bind with delayed response and long lead times? Well, why haven't you called NACL yet? The technical experts at North American Coding Laboratories are ready to help with your optical coding project. With over 46 years of optical experience, you can rest assured that your optics are in the best hands. From the UV to IR and dip applied to DLC, we've got you coded. Connect with the experts at NACL.com. That's NACL.com today. 
Joseph Jackson Lister's enduring legacy is found through the work of his son, Lord Joseph Lister. JJ's work inspired Joseph to study medicine and look deeper into how the body worked. Joseph used his father's microscope to examine body's fluids and find sources of infection, and then was able to apply that knowledge toward his work as a surgeon. He was the first to use antiseptics in surgery, as hard as that is to believe, and was able to revolutionize the medical world. Joseph relied heavily on his father's guidance at each turn. But as JJ got older, his life became more lonely. He had lost three of his six children to illness, along with his wife, Isabella. In his last five years of life, his chief pleasure was his weekly letters from Joseph, outlining what he was learning through the lens of his father's microscope. If you want to learn more about Lord Joseph Lister, I cannot recommend The Butchering Art by Lindsay Fitzharris enough. It's an excellent read if you want to learn the uphill battle Lord Lister fought to improve surgical practices around the world. JJ gets a few shout outs as well. Joseph Jackson Lister passed away at the age of 84 in the fall of 1869. He's buried alongside his wife, Isabella, who he had dearly missed. Joseph Jackson Lister, wine merchant, father, and optical science enthusiast. Thanks for taking a look through the lens at Joseph Jackson Lister. I hope you enjoyed today's journey through the life of one of the founders of microscopic science. Have an optical scientist you want to see featured on Through the Lens? Or have a topic you'd like us to explore? Connect with us at NACL.com or send us a message on Twitter or Instagram at NACL underscore IND. See you next time through the lens.